Hey everybody, welcome to Surface Level, creating a community where black and queer folks are fearless in thought and curious at heart. I'm one of your hosts, Tony, and today, Jordan, Demon, and I are discussing breaking your addiction to an ex-love. Have we ever been addicted to an ex-lover post-breakup? What are some coping mechanisms that helped us move on? This is Case of the X. All right, this one is gonna be retrap. We're going in murky territory now. We are going Uncharted in waters. Yes, this is something we've never discussed on the podcast. It's surface in the level deep. exclusive. <laughs> it's gonna be rolling in the deep. It is. So, how deep do you want to get? Isn't that the name surface of the game? level? You're gonna get surface level. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go deeper beyond. Go deeper. deeper. Beyond the surface, the surface we're, level. Where's your sweatshirt at? Hanging up in the closet in the garment, in the garment bag. So. I thought this might be fun, and I don't even know why the name came to mind, but I do share a birth a birthday with the great Aliyah. Um, and where are we, the, where, where are we going? Well, with Aliyah? well, Maya well, sings the song. This, <laughs> this is gonna all make sense. Well, Maya sings "Case of, of the X" for for the for the um for our younger demographic. Those of you out there listening, go back and and tune in. That's an amazing song. But this song is also great, and this is the name of our game. It's called "Are You That Somebody?" Ooh. <laughs> now, are you that somebody? Now we're gonna talk about habits that might be the root cause of, that led to breakups. <laughs> so. Are you that somebody who blends your friend circle with your relationship? <laughs> Jordan? Yes. Damon? Was. <laughs> is. But not is. Was, but not is. Was, but not is. What was then was not now. Yeah. Yeah. Have your own huh. damn friends. I, I, I'm someone who <laughs> was, and then I quickly saw the was, was not is. <laughs> and moving forward, I was like, nope, there needs to be separation like you you guys can know each other but we can't it's there's a comfortability level and and um boundaries that can't be crossed you guys are anti-integration of friend groups no. uh, i'm not 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 100 but i'm saying there's got to be a cutoff point oh yeah in which is recognized as oh i thought the question was just like you know never no not well, what general. kind of relationship <laughs> i don't know a secret one girl so <laughs> are you that somebody who looks through your partner's phone no. no, that was quick. I've never done that. Oh, go get mm-hmm. this. You've never been tempted. No, honestly, if I feel like there is a lapse of trust, um, or I feel like there's something to be skeptical about, um, I'm, I'm more direct and just saying what my skepticism, um, my skepticism is. But like going through a phone just feels like the end of any <laughs> relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if you have to go there, mm-hmm. just leave. Well, we're going to talk about directness real soon coming up shortly. Mm-hmm. Are you that somebody mm-hmm. who has attachment issues? Jordan? No. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Jordan, yeah. I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Damon? No. Okay. Ten toes down on that note. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, are you that somebody who talks about the issues? head on or do you keep emotions bottled up um and when you think about that i want you to think about like do you let your body language or your mood convey how you feel in the hopes of that they'll get a clue or do you like lay down the gauntlet and say bitch this ain't how this gonna be come come sit down i'm gonna have a ponderosa (laughs) jordan 
I tried the latter, the the former approach first, which is not addressing it and just sort of hoping that nonverbal um, cues can sort of send the message that I'm unhappy. And then hopefully that will lend its way into an actual productive conversation. Um, but obviously that's not very great. I'm not very proud of that. Um, so actively trying to put myself in uncomfortable situations and just have the uncomfortable um, conversation. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, I'm mostly looking people in the face and talking, but I have, I think I talked about it on this season, found a place where I may be uncomfortable sometimes and I haven't addressed things directly. Mm -hmm. But like that, I would say that's more the exception to most of my normal behaviors. Yes. And I am actively working on not doing that shit. Right, I like right. It. Yeah, I think same it's a it's it's hard because it's emotions are tricky and although you sometimes i'm that person that i want to say something and probably now i'm like more of that person like let's address it because when when shit ain't right my energy is off and oh yeah you, it's giving like you know that we ain't on the best of terms mm -hmm. um so we might as well talk about it instead of just moping around each other when we know like we need to have this conversation right are you that somebody who compares your relationship to other relationships that you deem successful? Go. No. No. I think being in a relationship. Not even subconsciously. I think being in a relationship um, and being in long-term relationships in the past, I realized that what you project out to the public and what you put on social media is a, is a highlight real and sometimes it has no direct reflection on what's actually happening day to day yeah so when i see happy couples i'm just like i hope they are really happy <laughs> i really do yeah yeah because that's not always the case i 100 percent what he said you know everything that glitters ain't gold are you that somebody who has a competitive edge with your partner do you guys compete is it mm. giving I make more money. You make Ooh. less money. <laughs> Is it giving? <laughs> I'm I'm better with my family. Like you gotta talk to your dad about shit that you ain't. Is it? Are you competitive in that way? My friend circle has got their shit figured out. Who are those people you claim as your friends? Tony, I hope that's not what you're doing in your relationship. <laughs> What's the tea? I won't say I'm, I'm competitive, but I will say that I am a professional fault finder. <laughs> and that's something that I'm also actively working on. <laughs> Uh, but I constant, like, I, I can't help it. It's a personality thing, but like I zero in on the things that I find bothersome. And especially if I feel like I have myself together in that realm, mm -hmm. I don't understand why my partner doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, so I can sort of get sort of like judgy in that way, but it's not, it doesn't come from a place of like, I'm better than you. It comes from a place of like, why haven't you figured this out? And I have, mm. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That sounds that's like what, a place if I'm better than you. That, that sounds like it. <laughs> really? That sounds like an yes. argument. What? Oh. That sounds what like you fighting that words. That don't sound like a well, place I know what like it, I know it ain't right, child. I'm just saying, yeah. like, this is where I'm at currently. Right, right. right Meet right. me where I'm at. Damon, how about, I'm at a better place. How about you? <laughs> um, Are we competing? No. Yeah. You can't. Don't compete. You can't compete when you don't compare. <laughs> Do not compare yourself to me. And that's also competing. For the record, that's also competing. I didn't say that. I was talking about damn. Oh my goodness. And, and finally, are you that somebody who lacks consistency and follow through? Ooh, uh -uh. child. Get into it now. I think only when I feel, when I feel slighted and when I feel like, you know, the energy is off, then it's very easy for me to just 
also fall back and not address it and just be like, okay, well, I can fall back more. But like typically I try to like, I'm a planner. I try to do things in advance. I try to make sure that things are happening. I try to add experiences to the dating environment. Um, but I do withhold if I feel like the other person isn't meeting me halfway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mine. What's the question again? <laughs> so the question is, do you lack consistency and follow through? Are you that somebody? I don't think so. Okay. Well, for me, first of all, I want to say that I don't compare myself to other relationships. One, I didn't answer that. Two, I don't compete with my partner. And three, I have an issue with consistency and sometimes follow through. Uh, but when I'm actively, I'm aware of that. And when I, if you're someone who I'm, I'm trying to like make a moment with, mm -hmm. I keep it in mind so that I can actively say, you know what? I need to do that thing that I know I'm bad at doing. Mm. So, so you can do the thing you know you're good at doing. Yes, baby. <laughs> you got it right. Mm. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, so with cases of the ex... Sometimes people find themselves addicted or maybe not as serious. They just can't really get over the ex-lover. Um, have you ever been in that scenario? And what had you in that show code? Was it companionship, sex, not wanting people to know that it didn't work out? Tony, it looks like <laughs> something's bubbling under. Well, you know what? I'm going to start here. Oh, we start with we the gotta, card. We got to oh, get into uh -oh. it. Like, oh, we're going to get into some things on in this episode. No buffer. And this episode, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm walking on eggshells, but I'm not. No. <laughs> okay, remind me. So there's an article in the cut that says, are you an exaholic? And I just want to set the stage. So it says an exaholic has unrequited hope, which is often, which often isn't based in reality. Mm. They're delusional. <laughs> and they are paralyzed by intense cravings to contact, be in close proximity to, or get information about their ex. And it says that they're, you know, obsessed by, about, with thoughts about their ex, and it impacts their ability to function at the same level, Ooh. which is all bad. Yeah. And so that's why I, I can't personally say that I'm addicted or been addicted to an mm -hmm. ex-love. Um, and, you know, I think that, when you, but when you have your person, like mm -hmm. it, it hits, it hits different. And so to me, I've, I've fallen into a place where like, I understand what it means to like have, have that, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and enjoy that. And so when you're getting over and you're getting out of a relationship, like shaking that is easier said than done. Um, when I was a kid, I used to be able to drop the girls like a bad habit and say like, you know, thank you mm -hmm. next. However, I, I, I've grown into this, like, human being, emotional, very emotional, you know, very in tune with my feelings, and I, I didn't realize, like, that can happen. So, for me, companionship has been really important. Um, so, it's been less about the ego. Like, I know a lot of people are in a chokehold because of how it might be perceived by others mm -hmm. when they are not in that relationship that we talked about earlier that is on Instagram and everyone's like, you guys are goals. And it's like, actually... Fuck goals. Oh my God. That's okay. the worst. That's like a kiss of death. <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Like, I love Girl, I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, that's that's my that's my story. That's what, the, the, the quick and dirty mm. on that. How about you, Jordan? I... No, I've never been addicted to an ex, um, but I did have um, a really hard time moving on from um, one particular ex, and it was because 
there was such a strong established friendship um that preceded the relationship mm -hmm. and i had known this person for over a decade and we had been friends and we've sort of seen each other sort of move through life over the course of the years and we were to the to to the point of the game that we were playing like integrating friends we were very integrated and it felt like when that relationship was over it was just it wasn't just the end of a relationship like so many different aspects of my life had changed and it felt like it happened overnight and um it was just like a very sad experience like and i don't i don't talk about it a lot because i don't like to be vulnerable and i kind of deal with a lot of things internally but um it took me a while to sort of move beyond it and quite frankly like i still have moments and there's still memories where i'm just like oh like this reminds me of that person mm -hmm. and now i'm sad for 10 minutes <laughs> but um just 10 minutes no more no less it might have been nine minutes. Might have been nine. But like it, but it's, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I, I, I do think that it's been difficult. It's, it's difficult when you feel like, for me at least, that there was like a very strong foundation to, um, to the relationship. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. There's a million reasons why relationships don't work out. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's, <laughs> that, that is probably, uh, that's probably, it's been hard to move past previous relationships but i don't think i've ever been addicted especially not based on what the cut said that's crazy well, listen when, and when it's i know said, girls like that but when I'm it's, not that said, girl. it's based in reality and there's a lot of girls that live in an alternate universe oh i know them <laughs> and, i know and, the ones and, and, and so those ones and we we've all seen them it's giving very much of like what planet are you on because i'm not on that one okay not on yours demon um Y'all are ridiculous. Um, <laughs> now she's so meek and coy. It's just fun. <laughs> it, um, it, it was never this addiction where I felt like, oh, like I, I, I want to be with this person consistently. But I, I remember there, like when you care for someone a lot, you love them, like those feelings don't go away. And the things that you want to see them. So like I had an ex who was basically just in a really tough spot in his life. Yeah. Um, and I remember after I, we ended that relationship, I was still highly concerned about him doing well. Yeah. And I think I had a hard time reconciling the fact in that relationship and then beyond it until I sorted my, my own shit out. It was just like, I can't save this person. Right. Like they, he need, he has, he need, he had some stuff he has to work through on his own. Um, and I think that I had to realize that I couldn't in the relationship or outside of it, be that person. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that that was something that I hadn't learned even as it ended. And like, I remember I was actually with Tony and one of our friends and I was talking about him. I was like, I just want to know that he's okay. Yeah. And I, and I, I just remember like feeling very still emotionally attached to this person and wanting to make sure that they were okay and feeling bad that I in no way could help facilitate their, I don't know, okayness. Sorry. I don't have a better word right now. Mm -hmm. um, but the real lesson was just like I couldn't do that before. Even if we had been still right. had still been together, right? They needed to do that thing for themselves. One hundred percent. And listen, the girls are getting a very inside look into the personalities of the hosts of Surface Level because a lot of people have Demond as you know pegged as this 
person who's always got their foot on your neck. But when you really yeah. dial back and pull, you know, pull back the layers. <laughs> no, Jamon's so not. You that know, person. when you when you when you go behind the curtain, yeah, he's very much of like this person that really cares about other human beings. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's that, that's what like it's. I joke a lot about the fact that like I'm like I don't have a lot of friends. I don't build a lot of relationships and so on. But like it's because of that. It's because like. Any of my close, like anyone that is close to me, knows that like some shit goes down, some shit goes wrong. You can call me, mm-hmm. and and I, and not and not that I can fix it, I can save you, but I'll do the best that I fucking can. And I can't do that, <laughs> and I can't do that for a whole lot of fucking people. So, <laughs> unfortunately, the door is closed <laughs> <laughs> on applications. <laughs> Please call someone else. Another another emergency contact would be very much appreciated. Ooh. No, but I mean, I think a lot of people sort of struggle with moving past uh, previous lovers. And, you know, today it's even more difficult because it's exacerbated by social media. Like you have this direct line of access into people's lives. And I mean, if you're a normal couple, you're probably following each other on (laughs) social media. And if you are still following that person after you all split, like I want to know from your perspectives, like have you ever stalked? an ex and if you haven't stalked the ex like have you ever like in the beginning stages of like meeting a new potential partner have you like been super obsessive about like looking at their social media and trying to like gather as much information as possible mm-hmm. tony now i'd be a goddamn lie if i said that i never checked in on an ex's social footprint <laughs> oh, all right <laughs> to see what all was going on over there you know with a, with a keen eye you know However, I can't say it was stalker behavior at all. Um, mild curiosity at best. That's what stalkers say. Very mild. <laughs> um, but it's it's just like you still initially there's still you don't you don't just cut the cord on especially if you have like had a substantial um, relationship. Yeah, you that seems you, really you don't just cut the cord. You 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 you, you want to check on them like Damon was saying. Mm-hmm. You want to see how they're doing. And that was more of what it was and less of like, I'm still thinking about them. I still want to be with them. I'm having these obsessive thoughts. I can't be my full self without them. Like, I could do bad all by myself. (laughs) Period. However, I have grown into a person that I, even though you might have did some shit I don't fuck with, you might have really gotten on my nerves, whatever it is, like, I still care about your well-being at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Unless you really, like, it takes a lot for me to, to not care about your well-being as right. a human being. And that means you, like, you were down in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where the buck stops with me. What about you, Demar? Jennifer got a question. Well, the question was, <laughs> uh, have you ever stalked an ex? Oh. Or if you haven't, Stock right. potential next. It sounds like <laughs> is that show? I don't that show on Netflix. You does that have something to do about like yes stalker? That, I haven't watched is, it yet, but I've been told I've I need to watch it. It's so it's, okay, it's okay. Scary. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get into that. <laughs> I wouldn't say I stalked the next. I would say the one scenario that I can think of was um some years ago, where someone I had dated, and this is before I think about relationships the way I do now. You'll understand this when I tell this story. But someone I had dated, like, broke their leg. And an associate, loose friend of ours was the person there taking care of them. And I was just like, mm. what in the fuck is going on here? And then I was, <laughs> then I was like, on Instagram. Oh, like, I remember, baby. Yeah, you, you remember this. <laughs> and then I was just like, 
Oh, okay. You have my man? (laughs) (laughs) Right, literally. Like, what is happening? But, like, I don't think that way now, but this was, like, eight years ago. Uh, But that's when I was thinking about that question earlier, I remembered that. (laughs) I thought it was funny. Well, I mean, when we're younger, like, that's that's part of it. Like, the mindset is so different. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's more of that, like, stalker ish behavior and less of like caring about their well-being for real mm-hmm. it was like i care about your well-being but i i care more about this bitch <laughs> who's taking care of you who ain't with your broke leg it's like right. what the fuck is helping you with your leg meanwhile <laughs> what <laughs> meanwhile um yeah i mean i have a similar answer i'm not i'm not really stalking um social medias like after i've like you know um ended a relationship um i'm obviously i don't think i've ever blocked anybody who i've ever had a serious relationship with so we always continue to so follow each other on social media um with the exception of whatever Mm, (laughs) um yeah no (laughs) no not today um but yeah so yeah i i don't really do that but to answer the other part of the question of like stalking potential nexus that is my strong suit stalking (laughs) nexus uh gotcha well you know all i need is a name and a (laughs) um a a hometown and i can figure out everything i can give you a report listen you go back you go right to facebook that's the report well (laughs) well facebook it's a it's a it's a aggregate of facebook instagram twitter Mm -hmm. And LinkedIn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so if you mm-hmm. ever need help with that, sure, let me know. Um, Listen, we got a private investigator, our resident private Pri- investigator. Hello. And you know, I did that because I, you know, I, I talked about this earlier in the season, and and this is I, this is my New Year's resolution. I'm trying to not idealize relationships too much, mm-hmm. and I feel like when I'm like just meeting somebody, I'm like, oh my goodness, that was a great date. Let me find out everything. Let me see what our <laughs> life is going to look like. Right. So next, I'm trying not to do like, that. You know, I don't think it's going to work because I think that in five years they're going to like blink. <laughs> Wrong. I saw him blink, I saw him blinking really funny in a video. Well, listen, like, blinking, you know what? I can't look at forever. As our as our <laughs> professional fault finder, uh, our resident professional fault finder, you know, he he will find the flaw. It's a fine tooth comb. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like a hairline fracture. Rips <laughs> it open. <laughs> All right. So, um, getting back onto like exes. So. You know, we live in New York. Mm-hmm. We're gay. We're black. The circle is small. Mm-hmm. The social gatherings and the options to socially gather with uh, our community is even smaller. Um, <laughs> let's talk about running into our exes after. I mean, their exes obviously after we were with them. Yeah. But um, does anybody have any awkward stories of like running into an ex? <laughs> Tony, you look like you have something that you want to share. Tony, the bush queen on the scenes. So. Not, not moving the hair out of the way. <laughs> move move wow. your wig back, Tony. Push I it out. Put it all behind my ears. Just take it off. Put it, it in a bun. You know, I, 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 I typically don't run into um, one ex in particular because they, they don't really like. They're not us on the scene. They're not a butch queen on the scene. They're a butch queen, not on the scene. <laughs> so there's yeah. that, but. It was so interesting because I actually, you guys know this story. Like I ran into this particular ex after having a pseudo breakup because we didn't really like ever sit down to say like, hey, 
you know, this is over. It kind of was just like Tony just left. We no, we just knew. But both parties knew it was an all end, right, girl. It wasn't giving, so we never like sat down. I wanted to. Yeah. That moment never happened. So I'm at a restaurant with other friends, and said oh, person walks this. into the restaurant, and then. Terrible. I immediately like, <gasps> text you, Jordan. And, oh, see, you're gagging. I remember. You're that. gagging. I immediately text Ooh. Jordan. I immediately text Damon. I call that Uber so fast. I immediately text. <laughs> I immediately text Carla. And why all three of them from all different points in New York City descend down onto this restaurant? And we won't. The Walk restaurant will remain named. Hey, Tony. Literally. And so good so, seeing you here. You know, it was just giving. Like they all arrived. <laughs> and so I was. I was convinced that if I had any words that I needed to get out of my system, and like you know, because we'd never actually had like closure that i should go over there and like do that and this this ex was with like people i didn't, I didn't know who the fuck these people were like literally <laughs> sorry to these <laughs> girls um and so i walked over tapped him on the, the shoulder and i said hey i said listen do you think it was okay that how how things ended you know we were supposed to have a conversation you needed time you never did that what's going on i thought you were better than that and he was like, yeah, you know what? Let's grab coffee. This is my bad. X, Y, and Z. Never happened. Of course. However, a friend said, "Did do do you need that to for that chapter to be closed? And yeah. I thought I did. But that moment was the closure for me. Like, I actually am. I'm okay. I don't need to sit down and be like, hey. But I thought we owed it to each other after three and a half years. And so it was awkward, but not because I, I think it's awkward if you make it. I owned it. Mm-hmm. And so, you yeah. know, it was different from me, but very like that story is kind of like <sighs> iconic. I that, that was sitting <laughs> back in the back of my mind. And when you brought it up right now, I was like, oh my goodness, that, that did happen. That was <laughs> actually like a like a full moment. It was a full moment. You girls, listen, I have good friends. They support. I don't know what y'all were doing, but y'all <laughs> arrived within like 15, 10, 15 minutes. Sitting on the couch watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I think that <laughs> Trying to avoid social plans with other people. <laughs> basically. Basically. Jordan. Um, so I don't really have like an awkward um, story of running in with like an ex. Quite frankly, like the exes that I have, like we're all in a good place. Every mm-hmm. time I every time I run into them, it's always like a very pleasant catch up. Um, I will talk about though to just like make this a little bit more r- riveting mm-hmm. um this this one this person who i was dating so i won't call them like an ex-lover but somebody who i was dating who i was like obsessed with mm-hmm. and it was like towards the beginning of my like new york experience and like i didn't even know how to act around them like at one point they asked me if i was a virgin because i was acting like mother Teresa <laughs> oh, around i them. know where we're going now <laughs> you know you know who i'm talking about i was obsessed with this person i'm so and sad mm-hmm. i'm sad for more i'm more sad for me and Devon than you i was extremely sad and um we just it just sort of fizzled out it didn't it didn't go anywhere and it was only maybe like a couple of weeks after we stopped communication that i saw this person out Mm -hmm. at a club and i was just like you know what i was being dumb i need to like go get my man (laughs) and i walked up and i was like being I, i was heavy on the flirt and it was just like and i think he noticed that i was heavy on the flirt too so he was just like let's not go any further he was like meet my boyfriend and i was like ah Gag. I gagged. I wanted to melt. Gag. Into the dance floor. And and and, and was the how did the boyfriend look? Sickening. Ooh. <laughs> even worse. He was, he was sickening. Even I worse. Could, I could I was I was gonna throw up and cry. Even worse. I was just like, oh 
My God. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Damn. Congratulations. The one that got I'm away. So, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> Congratulations. You played yourself. You they gave very yourself. much DJ Khaled. I was just like, oh my goodness. Oh, but you know, you know, we, we grow up, you know, like I think that it was very young. I was trying to like present something that I wasn't because I felt very insecure and like not adequate to the person. Because, but you, you thought he was older. He's the age we are. We we no shade, no shade. right? He was our age when we were that age, and now well, I thought because he was older, that I had to be more sophisticated too. Well, listen, and I thought that mean I needed to like be like oh, you had imposter okay. syndrome. I get it, right? <laughs> now the question becomes: Is he the one that got away? You'll I never know. I actually think I'm okay. You actually think you're okay? Yeah. Perfect. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sick, actually. Like, no, you I'm, need to still I'm figure. Sick. You need to still figure that out. <laughs> I wish you could figure that out I think I'm okay. for the next moment. I really think I'm okay. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. Well, Demond, we saved you for last because I know uh-huh. your answer is gonna be like, I don't care about these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm to, now he's trying to reword his his, his, his his sentence. You took it from him. No, I don't have a crazy. Well, you know what's funny? I have a, a that's kind of funny, fairly funny scenario that happened with, I guess, two exes. Well, not one of one of them was not the ex at the time. <laughs> Girl, the, the ex with the next. So you no. were with the next, and yes. the ex was there. We were at homecoming. And I was texting an ex, like flirty. It was homecoming. I was drunk. It was after the tailgate show. Oh, wow. Well, the tailgate to do you in. Tailgate did me yeah, in. Man, so I was texting this <laughs> ex of mine. And I didn't realize that my boyfriend at the time had my iPad. Not, not, and not because he was like being fun. He was like using it for something. I left yeah. it at the house. Yeah, you just and then my like text alert started to come up from my drunk homecoming text to the ex. Yeah. Not waiting at home with the lights off. <laughs> when you walk in the door, right. so yeah. <laughs> How was your weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, that that scenario is sickening. Meanwhile, so, he, come on, meanwhile he was at home doing that's what happened something on he love? wasn't supposed to be doing. So it's, it was fine. Girls is cheating on that's what happened on love life on <laughs> that's HBO. I don't believe in cheating no more. Fuck oh, you don't believe in cheating. No, no, I don't. Right. Nobody owns you. Just you can't own me. Just establish mm-hmm. that you can be open can and then you never cheat. <laughs> 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 then cheating doesn't exist. Cheating doesn't exist. Cheating shouldn't exist. That's very small-minded of you <laughs> to think that cheating is a thing. <laughs> I think it's a silly concept. Um, <laughs> very silly. So as we think about, we're talking a lot about exes, and obviously that's focused a lot in the past. What are some of the things, though, that helped you find that closure, help you move on, help you become whatever version of you want to be for yourself, or as you get yourself ready for a new partner, potentially? Jordan. Um, all right, so let me let me start with the vapid things that I did first. Mm-hmm. Um, I muted them on social media. One, mm. don't want to see anything they're doing. Mm-hmm. I got in the gym. Two, because I wanted to be a bad bitch. Period. <laughs> as revenge, Chloe Kardashian, Re- revenge body. Per. Mm-hmm. Um, let's elevate into like a little bit more of a like substantial moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. Um, I really dove into books three um and i because f- f- like it when when i'm looking at screens and when i'm lo- when i'm on social media it's, it's just like it's too much it's too involved and i needed to like take myself out of that mm-hmm. environment and just sort of like focus and um i probably read like 15 books like after a, a breakup where i was just like i was just like 
going through them. But and, you know what? I don't want to cut you off, but you just knowing you as our friend, we talking about obsessive. <laughs> when you like a thing, honey, like geez. you said, I looked up everything about that person. Like, so when you got into books, she, I read 15 she books. She said, I went to the Schomburg Center, I bought everything in the bookstore. Well, like, so here's the thing. Like, I mean, I, so I have this weird thing where, like, it's really hard for me to, like, cry about my own struggles. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like Demond has maybe seen me cry once mm. not even see me i was like calling him on Made the phone cry. crying mm -hmm. <laughs> right um but i don't really cry um but if i'm reading a book i'm weeping mm -hmm. if i'm watching a movie i'm weeping and i feel like that's my emotional outlet because mm -hmm. i can't i can't find the emotions to cry about the things that are going on in my life because then i feel like I don't know. I have a I have an issue with dealing with like nope, trauma in my life. Makes sense. Um, so I kind of did. I did a lot of that, and then um, I spent more time with friends naturally because mm -hmm. you know I had no man no more. Four. So I was just sort of like that was a fun summer. It was. It was, and because you know it was. Some people will say it was choreographed. For context, but like, we all broke up with our long term exes within the span of one month, like a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like I not broke, planned, I broke up. Not a friendship. Then pack. Jordan broke up. And then, then Demond broke, broke up. up. And the girls said, Y'all did this on purpose. You <laughs> girls were organizing. And then we went to Rio and started the podcast. I was having meetings. <laughs> 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 but no, I mean I, I spent more time with friends, you know, like I, mm -hmm. you know, when you're, when you're in a relationship, like that's your partner, that's your person and you're spending a lot of time with them. And, yeah. you know, being with my friends helped me sort of like get back to the things that I liked because I felt like it was a lot of we mm -hmm. in my last relationship. And I was, you know, I was able to get back to the I. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like those were kind of like my mechanisms to sort of move, move beyond mm -hmm. the sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm tickled. Because. Me. Me. Uh, I fucked a lot. Yes. Um, step one. One. Um, but then more serious. Well, no, just as, just as seriously. Um, I I really had to reassess what my idea of care was. Uh, and when I say that, I mean um, I was still stuck on the feelings of that relationship and all those things uh, because I cared about that person and I wanted to see him to see him succeed and I was having a hard time letting that go. And mm. I realized that it wasn't something that I needed to let go. Mm. And what I, what I realized in it was that if I loved that person, if I'm with them or if I'm not with them, those feelings of care and those feelings of wanting to see them be successful will stay. And it's not something that I'm trying to get over. What I'm trying to reconcile is the being there and being a part of it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I had to realize that care is separate from being a part of it. Me caring about their success is the thing that that's a thing on its own. Me caring about us being together or not being together is a thing on its own. Well, what you're saying is be caring is also like letting go. Mm -hmm. Letting them be on their own yeah. island. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that was something that was really, really meaningful for me in my life and recognizing that there didn't have to be this moment of like feeling like everything from that moment in my life was put into a coffin and went away mm -hmm. um because that 
to me wasn't realistic, nor was it authentic. We talk a lot about um, authenticity on this show, and I think if you you don't if you are in a relationship with someone, you don't go from loving them one day to hating them and moving on with your life the next. Right, yeah, that's not realistic. Exactly. So that was the not thing. Not this big age. No. no. Um, and that was the thing that I spent a lot of time reconciling and felt good about when I got to a fairly good understanding with myself about it. Yeah. Um, love that. That was a, that's a moment like growth. <laughs> that's what it's giving. But for me, mechanisms to, to coping and moving on. Um, well, the best way to get over one man is to get under the under, next. On top of another one. And sometimes, <laughs> on the side. sometimes the next man is <laughs> your friends. <No. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by that, let me clear that up. This is going to be a soundbite. The girl's going to be given a lot. But like sometimes <laughs> like it's like Jordan was saying, spending more time with your friends and the people who know you. And mm -hmm. I think you get a lot of that time back and you actually can be productive. Like we did some shit that was like, wow, I have all this time. I'm actually putting it so to much use. free time. <laughs> I feel amazing. Like, I don't even know what to say. I highly implore the girls, you know, reclaim some of their time and do something productive with all your talents. Cause we all have a lot of them that we pour into these corporations. Like start a podcast, start a podcast, you know? And so the other thing is like, I took time for myself and I actually enjoy not having to worry about another nigga <laughs> you know I'm okay with that because it takes a lot of effort to consider someone else and that yeah. means like I consider my friends all relationships as you're considering other people to be thoughtful to check up on them every now and then <laughs> and Beyonce checks up on me all the time. Yeah, so well, <laughs> well, Beyonce had more time on her hands because she has a staff. <laughs> I don't. I'm a staff of one. <laughs> and so it was good to just like be by myself with my yeah. own thoughts and do that. Um, but there are a couple of things that I got time to think about. I got time to think about what I learned from that whole experience. Yeah. What my contribution. I thought you were about to say I learned what I, what I learned from that whole <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute. No, <laughs> what I learned from the whole experience, like it, I was, I was going through a human experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I got to sit back and reflect on like, what did I learn from this? And also, what was your involvement? You B know what bitch, I mean? Bitch, that's my next point. Oh, sorry. My next point. <laughs> to get out of my the notes. girls. No, seriously, the, the girls that, know each because mm -hmm. that was my next point. Like, that's what, what was like, my contribution exactly. to said experience? Exactly. And I got to think about that. Like, what that's did I important. contribute? What were the things that I brought to the table? that were good and bad mm -hmm. um and how i want to move forward and moving about the world like i got to sit and be that and then the pandemic hit which gave me extra time it gave me it gave me time on top of time and so i thought that was you know a very positive experience you got to reflect you got to think about all of those things, what you contributed, what they contributed, the good and the bad, and then how you want to move forward. Right. And I think I am better after, you know, you learn from the last situation and you move on to hopefully have a better, more fruitful moment because you're more aware of who you are and how and what you want. And you can be more vocal about it. Like, you're not tiptoeing around the things before you're like, actually, in my next situation, I'm saying this in the beginning because I ain't trying to get down the road. Right. And right. Wrong road. And 
honestly, Tony, you just sparked, and I want to just say one more thing because you just sparked an idea. Uh, Another thing that helped me really move on was to finally in my head forgive the other person. Mm -hmm. And I felt like when I actually, because a breakup is a lot of emotions. Mm -hmm. It's anger, it's sadness, it's disappointment, it's all of, it's regret, it's all of that. And I think that the time that I took to evaluate what my involvement was and the the deterioration of a relationship allowed me to say you know what all the anger and disappointment that i'm holding on um to this to this person because the relationship didn't work out i'm allowing myself to forgive this person Mm -hmm. and i can actually be okay with their existence with the fact that it didn't work out and understand that we were both just figuring it out and we were both just working through our lives at the same time together. And unfortunately it wasn't forever, but it doesn't right. mean that in, in, in my situation specifically, it doesn't mean that we were terrible people. And I think that at the breakup, you know, I was very like pissed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just like, it took me a long time to go beyond that piss and just be like, you know what? This person was actually dealing with something. Right. I was dealing with something. No one was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know what? You got you got to take all of that and place it where? Behind God's back. Way back there. <laughs> 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 you move on. <laughs> and that's all the time we have this week. This season of Surface Level is produced in partnership with Moby, Mobilizing Our Brothers Initiative. If you enjoyed this episode, let's keep the conversation going. Let us know your thoughts at surfacelevelpodcast.com. And remember, stay curious.